Why did Stalin emerge victorious? The main disagreements in the power struggle were over leadership, the NEP, and the direction of the revolution. The leadership um, disagreement was about whether it should be a collective leadership or a personal leadership. So whether the kind of committees of the party, all the members should kind of have equal footing and the party should be kind of resembled in that collective way. Or should there be one personal leader as um, Lenin sort of was, um, but kind of more powerful than Lenin, who would decree the entire party. The collective leadership was very much a more socialist idea, but there was also fear of a split in the party. Um, and so collective would also bring unity. And people feared the, the dictatorship of someone like Trotsky, who they deemed to be very dangerous. The NEP debate was about whether it should continue or end. Um, there was this very much this need to industrialise and to deal with shortages, unemployment and poverty. Um, people who wanted to end, the, to end the NEP were Trotsky, Zinoviev and Kamenev. Um, they were worried about the kulaks, the net men that had formed, the social decline, and they, they wanted rapid industrialisation and the militarisation of labour. Bikhan was primarily the one who wanted to continue the NEP, um, and he wanted to continue to encourage peasant growth and thought that the peasant content, although perhaps against the traditional teachings of the party, were essential for stability. The other disagreement was about the direction of the revolution, whether it should be a permanent revolution or a one-country revolution. Um, so whether the, i.e. whether the revolution should kind of permanently continue throughout Europe or whether they should settle for just the revolution in Russia. Trotsky believed in a permanent revolution and this was very much aligned with the internationalist aspect of Marxism. He believed in the need to spread to other countries. Whereas socialism in one country was prim primarily supported by Stalin, um, he thought a world revolution was unlikely and they needed to really concentrate on socialism in Russia. And with this, Stalin appealed to the sense of nationalism and patriotism, which had been present in Russia for a long time. The first part of the power struggle was Lenin's funeral, and Stalin sent himself as Lenin's disciple during the funeral. And Trotsky did not attend because he got given the wrong date uh, on purpose by Stalin, and so this damaged his reputation and prestige further. Another important kind of document was Lenin's testament. It was given to central exec the Central Committee in May 1924. And Zinoviev and Kamenev insisted it not read out. It made Trotsky look good and Stalin... Um, but a lot of other members of the party were kind of... Um, told that they shouldn't be leaders and this was kind of Lenin's final decree and they thought reading this out would kind of crush the credibility of all the um, leaders in the race. And so as a result, Stalin wasn't defamed even though there were extremely harsh words for Stalin's kind of incompetency. Um, Lenin, uh, Lenin considered him incompetent and rude. And so this was a lucky aspect of Stalin's emergence that this document wasn't read out and so his reputation wasn't damaged. The triumvirate was also formed by Kamenev, Zinoviev and Stalin 
Um, and this was the idea of power sharing to weaken Trotsky. They were worried he'd bring about a military dictatorship because he had f- control of the military. <clears throat> they pursued the socialism in one country policy um, and the lack of support for the continuing revolution weakened Trotsky throughout 1925. The Congress was also packed with hand-picked delegates and blocks against Trotsky, so this triumvirate really did weaken Trotsky's influence. The next part is the conflict with Zinoviev and Kamenev. Zinoviev and Kamenev attacked Trotsky, questioning his loyalty to the party, and Trotsky responded in Lessons of October. He criticised them for not supporting the revolution. While this was happening, though, Stalin's power grew um, as these people were in conflict and he was kind of able to do his own thing because people saw him as moderate and wanting to maintain the unity of the party, not getting caught up in this conflict. The end of the left really occurred when Stalin's socialism in one country was popular with the right, and it fit in really well with the NEP. The alliance between Stalin and Bikan was also important, and so in 1925, Zinoviev and Kamenev called for a vote of no confidence in Stalin, and, but they lost every vote, as the Congress, Congress was essentially controlled by Stalin. And so, in 1926, Trotsky, Zinoviev and Bikaran formed an alliance and they were expelled for factionalism in the party in 1927 via the decree on party unity. The end of the right occurred in 1928 when Stalin attacked the NEP. This was really an opportunistic measure as Stalin had supported the NEP before this, but he saw this was the prime opportunity to attack the right and, and emerge as the permanent leader. He advocated for rapid industrialization and the use of force on peasants. And in 1929, Bikarin, Rykov and Tomsky were all outvoted and removed from the Politburo gradually. So by this time, Stalin had emerged as the personal leader of the party, having dispensed with all his rivals. So so to summarise, the main uh, aspects that enabled Stalin to rise were luck, the fear of Trotsky, opportunism, political power, and people underestimated him. In terms of luck, um, Lenin's testament is perhaps the prime example. And because people underestimated Stalin, he was able to get lucky with kind of people's preoccupation with their own image. Um, Trotsky especially considered Stalin a pedestrian and the party's mediocrity. The fear of Trotsky was also extremely important. People thought he'd become a, a Bonapartist leader as it happened, as it happened in France. And there was this general deterministic historical belief that the revolutionary pattern would repeat itself here in Russia. So people really thought Trotsky had to be dealt with effectively. According to Carr, Trotsky had no talent for leadership among equals, meaning that Trotsky... Re- Trotsky needed to establish his own personal authority, and this deeply worried people. So there was a collective effort to stop him. In terms of opportunism, the change in the NEP stance is the prime example. It was the switch from right to left, from left to right. It was the outmaneuvering of opponents, This, um, according to Conquest. Um, he followed the views which would get him in power. In terms of political political power, 
according to McCamley, uh, he had control of the Central Committee and so he could appoint supporters as he wanted. And there was also the popularity of the socialism in one country doctrine, and this was extremely important. And finally, people underestimated Stalin. Um, as I said, Trotsky considered him mediocrity. He only spoke Russian. He was seen as unintellectual. He wasn't this kind of prime embodiment of Marxist theory that Trotsky, Lenin, um, and other members such as Bukharin considered to be. Um, but he also had high Slavic appeal. So this was perhaps uh, one, one of the other reasons people underestimated him. You know, he, he, wasn't consi- he was considered mediocre, but he had high appeal. And so ultimately, through these reasons, Stalin was able to emerge as victorious from the power struggle.